Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution. Go and live to the country, knowing you want to go. Go and live in the country, knowing you want to go. 
Um, that is that is a song from your favorite car commercial. I don't Geico or something. I don't even know which car it is. I don't even know what the name of the band is, but I know no. that that song is in every car commercial. Go down to the country, go. or like any movie about like Woodstock, or, you know what I mean? Yeah, where it's hippies, like, dirty yeah. fucking hippies, or and like the time in the movie where it's like, all right, guys, let's go, and you jump in the car, and then it like swooshes past the camera yeah. around the hill yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Everyone knows my love for this song. This isn't new, you guys. No, I may have no, sung it new. before. Have you? Maybe. I don't know. What, what are we on? Episode like 120? I have no idea. Listen, this point. I don't know what Who happened an hour ago. Who fucking knows? Um, Who wh- fucking knows? What I, what I do know is this. My Ric Flair boner has has gone from a category three to a cat five. Um, we're we are less than we are less than twenty four hours away from Ric Flair's thirty for thirty documentary. God damn it! I've mm. I've uh, I've waited for this day for so long. I know like, you keep like checking the recording. Like I just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, recording. I turn it, like, like it's recording. I record it and then I unrecord it. I record it and then I unrecord it. Just and to then, make sure. Just to make sure that it's that, being recorded. Yeah, because what if like anything goes wrong? Fuck me! Like if the power goes out, you need to re. You, I think you're recording at both houses and cat. Yeah, like, yeah. In case, in like, case shit goes fucking mm-hmm, south, man. Power goes out somewhere. Oh, it's stressful. Like right. I didn't think I'd be this stressed over it. Right. Well, you know, your your boner. Cat five. Cat five. <laughs> Is that how people describe Yeah. They actually named boner? it. They're actually naming it. Um the, the National Weather Service is naming it. Um What? The Nature Boy. Um or Nyatch. I think they might just call it Nyatch. Mm. Um so mm. both both equally great nicknames of Ric Flair. And I'm I'm happy with either. I told I told the weather service, you can go with Nature Boy or you can go with Natch mm-hmm. and uh and get her done. Sure. Get her done done done. Um but man, I have not felt the anticipation for something like this in a long time. Like a movie. In a long fucking time. Oh yeah. And I'm a sh- like I, I feel bad saying that. Where I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. There's gotta be something coming out like that's gonna be close to this. Nothing. No. Except for a DDL on Christmas Day, obviously, but that's my own shit where it's like, you know. Are you going to that? I'm going opening day. Like, Christmas day? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll I'm go, sorry. I'll go, what? I'll go Christmas night and see uh, DDL. You'll go Christmas no, night? No. Whenever movies come out at Christmas, you know, they always come out a couple of days beforehand. So okay. I'll be there on the 23rd. Just ding, 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 And a three. Yeah, no, you go. You go. I'll take care of everything here. Yeah, yeah. You're fine. You got it on your own. Sure, 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 sure. And something like that, that's just a three-hour fuck fest of shit like that. Right. You know. Right. Obviously, you're going to have to take a little something, a little nip of something to suit your fancy for that long. What do you mean? You know, gummy, something like that. Some form oh, of can- edible, just candy, like, or oh, I, yeah, so yeah, yeah. just some candies. Oh, just some candy. Yeah, some I know. I, I I eat candy when I'm at the yeah, movies. We too. All I do. don't understand. Because um, you really got edible. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't. I, <laughs> Crazy. I don't understand. You got to sink into a movie like that. You got to really mm-hmm. dive into your seats and uh, pin your ears back and get wet mm-hmm. for something like that. Because I want to enjoy. This is DDL's final movie. Um, oh yeah. So I want. I, look, I want to say goodbye. I want to say goodbye my way in a proper way. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that's the only thing, though, that I'm looking forward to besides Nyatch and the mm-hmm. Nature Boy tomorrow night, 30 for 30. Um, God. Just that. That's the only thing, huh? I think so. Yeah. Movie-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Movie-wise, is there anything you're you're thinking about movie-wise? You got anything? No. Uh, Paddington 2. Uh, hey, <laughs> ironically, like, same here, and, like, I'm not even kidding. This is why, though. I'll, I'll tell you why. We we have a child, um, uh, love him more than life. His favorite movie is Paddington. We, he put it on. I'd never seen it. I saw the, the trailers, and I was like, this is going to be bullshit. It's fucking incredible. Now the sequel's coming out. Yeah, well, because, you know, as parents know, I hate to talk about kids, you guys, I'm sorry, but um, you have to watch the same thing over and over and over and over, and you're just waiting like, there's not always a sequel. No, and there's not so always a good like, movie that exactly. you can watch over and over and over again. But um, we're the ready two, for another one. The two that stand out are Okja. Okja's amazing. It's not a kid's movie, though. No, you guys no. should see it. I mean, look, again, I, and I think we talked about this, how I'm pissed off at the ending, but everything else is great. Um, and then Paddington 2. And of course, it's a movie for our child. He's been amped about this for a long right. time. And who fucks him over on this? Of course. Harvey Weinstein. Of course. So they're delaying the release. It is a Weinstein movie. They're t- delaying the release. Uh, I right now they're speculating January. It comes out worldwide in December. For for America, they're trying to find a new distributor. The last, the latest rumor I heard was at the earliest January twelfth. At the latest, the end of January, maybe February. But they've got to find a new distributor and and put this movie out. The problem is you have to promote it, and to promote a film takes proper amount of time. You have to you know print the posters, do the whole shit. Well, the Weinstein Company the is up for sale. Yes, but it, it and all... And trailers in the movie theaters already. Right. And so, because this wasn't... <laughs> as of three weeks... I know, week, I'm just saying it's but like as a of three weeks tease. ago, Yeah, but as of three weeks ago, this wasn't going to happen. I understand. I'm with just this Weinstein my, shit. My so, kid already saw the fucking trailer. I know. I know. So it's like even worse. It's almost like he raped the fucking bear. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um, too soon? Too soon for that? I don't know. I really don't know. Like... I don't know if it's too soon or not. Like Larry David uh, didn't think so, and yeah. I was fine with it. You know, I don't know. I think we've been joking. We've been joking about it already, yeah. right? Well, look, I we talked about the story before it even broke, but um, that's what I mean. Like even Seth MacFarlane, it's like people have yeah. been joking about it forever. For, for a long time. And and you brought up a great point with that that Larry David thing. So we're watching the fight. We're watching the UFC fight, um, GSP, and uh, it was fucking dope. Yeah, great fights, great card. Three champions all lost in a row. Um, the title switch hands first time ever. It was one of the greatest cards in UFC history. Flip over to SNL because um, we had we had it recording, and then every because everybody on Twitter was like, "Oh my God, Larry David mm. and this monologue Calm and this whole down. fucking thing." Um, here's what I'll say about the, the Larry David thing for whoever saw it. He made a concentration camp joke in the opener um, of his monologue. Larry David is not a stand-up comedian. I should preface preface what I'm about to say by saying that. So by him going out there, um, I don't know if it was his idea or theirs, but he is not he is not ready for a stand-up Mm-mm. set of of, yeah. of that magnitude. I no. mean, there's a couple people in the world that can pull that off. I think it's Chappelle and maybe Louis. 
where you're talking about abortion, you're joking about yeah. these kinds of things. Yeah. Like somehow, and the room was dead. They're so good that the, it the worked. room was fucking dead oh, at did. SNL. They did not like it. Um, the audience on Twitter did not like it. And guys, but the gist was like, would he hit on girls if he was in a concentration in a concentration camp? camp and what 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 they would say? And it's like, look, he's a Jew. Calm he's a Jewish down. man. Uh, if you've watched his show on HBO, this is what he fucking does in every single episode. And I, I didn't think it was that crazy of a deal. Um, but everybody else was up in arms on Twitter because everybody's going to be up in arms about everything. I, I didn't think the monologue was funny just because it wasn't funny. Um, just because of the. It just wasn't funny. But the point that he was trying to weirdly make, I also agree with, which is just like, guys will hit on girls. Yeah. Guys a- a- want to have sex with girls. Anywhere, yeah. That's yeah. the way of the world. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> long everywhere. St- the long and short of it is this. Um I, I didn't compared to what he does on his TV show, it's it's not it really wasn't that offensive because if you watch his TV show, it's what he does every single week. Um d- did the monologue suck? Yes. But if you're gonna take him to the woodshed, take him to the woodshed for Did they take him off Twitter? Did he take himself off Twitter? I don't know what happened. Uh everybody's kind of speculating what's going on. Alec Baldwin took himself off Twitter. I think he took himself off too. Possibly, because he was tired of hearing about it. I but, hate to uh, drop names, but our friend Rappaport was on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, was he was just like, about- oh, you did it to fucking Larry David, too. So yeah. I didn't know. Twitter did. If he had been banned or. I don't know. I don't I, 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 fucking I, know, but I don't follow. Down. I don't get into Twitter that much. Um, But uh, yeah, it, it was just a shitty monologue that that wasn't really funny. It, I, I wasn't really offended by anything he said. Um. So there you have it. To be fair, were any of the like comments from Jewish people or was it like, yeah, a a lot lot of them. And like a lot of the backlash was from the Jewish community. Okay. I thought it was one of those. This is one thing you can't joke about as a Jew. And um, that's, that's what all the, you know, a lot of the Jewish community was saying. But again, like, you know, if you watch the show and you know, his shtick, like that's his thing. And fuck, He's trying shit. It just, again, it fell flat and whatever. You fucking move on. As a comedian, you move on. Move on. And he's, what, 71? It's actually, yeah. And it's actually great material for him to be like, member SNL? Like, he's the kind of person that will be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said this thing. (laughs) And he'll like go on Jimmy Kimmel or something like that and do this like bit about it. It'll be a full season arc. On Curb Your Enthusiasm. For sure. And, and it's like, yeah. he'll have the footage from SNL. <laughs> like, it will be awesome. He'll figure it he'll out. He'll figure it out. But I wasn't I wasn't offended. And I, I think people are taking themselves a little too seriously these days. You know who isn't taking themselves too seriously? Who? Is a guy named Ryan Rhodes. Um, <sighs> who is... Th- this is... This show is actually dedicated to him tonight. Oh. If he's out there listening. Body. I... S- we made a bet, and I'm going to come clean about this because this is really fucking funny. I make a lot of bets with people. Um, I have a six-pack going to somebody. Yes. Soon. Warm, um, right? Yes, this week. I'm not going to say who that is. Uh, I've got a... I lost... Uh, Ohio State lost to Iowa. Okay. Um, I, I owe somebody a six-pack, so I'm going to send them that. It's it's going to be warm because it's going to be in a box. Um, right, 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 right. It's shipped across country. Um, so they've got a six-pack coming to them. It was a fun little thing. Uh, there was our buddy Ryan Rhodes, um, 
who is an avid listener of, of the revolution and drinking bros had hit me up and bet. He was a diehard Penn state fan and said, Hey man, I want to bet Penn state versus Ohio state. And to be fair, I don't remember like, here's where I'm coming clean. I don't remember making this bet. Uh, Why? I think we were out and it was late and like <laughs> we get a lot of messages. I try to write everybody back and, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, and we, we like to party sometimes. Yeah. We, we'd gone out and, and just gotten rocked. Whatever. I come home, I read this message and I had tried to bet somebody else an autographed intercontinental heavyweight championship belt from WWF signed by Hulk Hogan. Um, there was a, a bid on eBay and it was like, I don't know, 90 bucks or something like that. And uh, Hulk Hogan obviously had some trouble with the N-word. So his merch is going pretty cheap these days sure. on uh, on eBay if you're looking out there. So anyways, I don't think about this for two weeks at all. And we watched the game. We watched the Penn State-Ohio State game. It, it was We were down by 18 points twice in the same game. Came back to win 39-38 arguably one of the greatest games of the year. It was amazing. Uh, awesome. We raged. We had some drinks that night. My mom was in town, um, <laughs> went to bed, and I wake up the next morning still not thinking or remembering this bet, and I get a message from Ryan Rhodes. He just said, hey, man, congratulations on the game. Um, so I'm going to buy the fucking belt. Can I just, uh, can I get your address? Like, and I was like, oh, oh, shit. Like, he could have totally gotten I, away with it. He could have gotten away with it, one, two. What a good man. If Penn State won that game, I would have blanked out. I, like, I didn't remember. Oh, you would have been getting a text that's like, hey, bud, Hey, man. So you sent in that. that belt or what? <laughs> you sent in all Kogan. Autocraft You're belt. like, what the fuck are you talking what about? What did I do, man? And so I went back through the messages, and sure enough, I did. But I had bet somebody else this before who was like, nah, that's too rich for my blood. I'm out. And I was like, cool, no worries. So anyways, Ryan, I, I sent him the address, and he goes, uh, hey, man, the belt's the belt's on its way. It'll Dang. be there like t- tomorrow or whatever. And, and uh, uh, I want to say that we got the belt. It's fucking amazing. Um, man of your word. Man of your word, Ryan. Man and, of honor. Uh, we'll have to we'll have to bet on it. Bet on this game again next year. In the meantime, like I'm gonna take some pictures of this and put it up on our Instagram, uh, Ross Patterson Revolution on Instagram, Ross Patterson Revolution Facebook page. The belt's sweet. Belt's dope as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's a replica of the old belt sure, that they used to have. And listen, like, in the pics, it's gonna look sweet. It's fucking dope. It's a great belt, and it's signed by Hulk Hogan. I'm a I'm a Hogan fan as well. He's three on my list, by the way. Three. I go with Natch. Uh, the Nature Boy is one. Uh, sure, I knew that. Savage is obviously two, mm-hmm. and then three, three. I go. Uh, I go Hogan out of respect. Sure. Out of respect for Hogan. Um, yeah. So it's it's fucking awesome. Thank you, Ryan Rhodes. Um, I'm gonna cherish it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I, we're actually gonna get it shadow boxed and hung. It'll be in the new studio, and it's gonna be fucking awesome. So yeah, uh, super stoked about it. And uh, it's cool to do shit like this back and forth with people that listen to the show because it's like, dude, I I enjoy sports and uh, you know competition as much as everybody else. So it's a fun thing. Um, but I need you to lose one time so that I did. they know. I, did. I, I lost. I lost. Look, I lost uh, this Iowa game, so I owe 
I owe a, a six pack. I would like for you to lose something where you where where they know like we'll we'll send you the belt too, guys. Like we're not just asking for like you know what I mean. Totally. Yeah. So, so, but but uh, here's the thing. I would have. It, it, you know, losing if I would have yeah, lost yeah, that yeah, Penn State, yeah. I would have bought the belt of and sent it. Um, that's um, I'm a man of my think word. That'll as well. be a cool thing where if you do lose ever, then someone will receive like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like to mix it up though, so they're all different. Um, and we'll, I think one of them he was hoping for maybe yeah, get we'll, your we'll hair come permed up. or <laughs> yeah, oh, boy, I'm not doing that again. But listen, that's expensive too. It's not uh, that, like that more per, expensive. The perm was two hundred bucks. Yeah. Um. But what I will do is this, like there is, there's been a fucking ton of people hitting me up about the fucking Michigan game, Ohio State, Michigan, uh, I'm more than happy to, uh, I'll pick one person because there's a lot of Michigan fans um, who hate me. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take that bet and we'll, we'll, I'll, we'll figure out something weird um, to bet on that because I would love to stuff that up your ass. And I, you know, maybe something from the Iron Sheik. We'll keep it wrestling themed, I think. All right. Keep it wrestling themed themed sure 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 uh, maybe piper Whew, maybe a sign kilt by piper roddy roddy piper oh dang yeah. that's gotta be no it's not that it's not that expensive people I, I don't think people remember anymore which is sad to me mm. um these were my heroes growing up you know i love these guys but uh the the new generation is like it's all like the rock and cm punk and the miz from fucking real world like he's massive he was on a uh, he's champion. Oh shit! Yeah, and uh, fucking. What, I don't remember, I don't know shit. if you remember him on Real World, but he was I, always I, like, I dude. Don't. He was always like, dude. I want to be fucking. I want to. I want to wrestle in the WWF. Which and that's my dream. Uh, city was he? I forget. He was always out of control, punching shit. Like, um, dang. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, <laughs> anyways, he uh, shockingly achieved his dream. And he was like, he's hosting shit on on ESPN. He's filling in doing anchor anchor work and shit. Um, yeah, I saw him the other day, and I was like, fuck. And he was good. The Miz. The Miz. Um, yeah. Um, okay. But he was, uh, yeah, he was on. I forget what real, what real world it was on, but he's that guy's living his own fucking dream. Like, you want to talk about somebody painting their destiny? So yeah. <laughs> so now that the kids are, you know, are the, the are, kids today? No, not the kids today, but the Rock. Is still massive. John Cena is massive. Like that's the new crop of our old guys. So it's like, eh, I get it. You know, um, like I thought. It, I thought it was really cool that I got to do the last ever interview with Roddy Roddy Piper before he passed away. Like, yeah, that's still like one of the dopest moments. I guess I in my life it would be worth more, but yeah. Um, that was one of the coolest moments of my life. I would think it would be worth more, but you know, yeah. Um. Yeah, the kids, man. The kids don't care about this shit. It also depends on how much these guys do signings. Like, Hulk, the, these WWF guys, they they do they they do a lot of signings around the country at like Comic Cons and shit like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, that also devalues things of, of how much shit you sign. Because uh, those appearance fees are pretty hefty. I want to say Piper was getting like I think twenty five grand for that day that he did it at at uh, the the Comic Con that I, I was signing shit Not at with bad. him. I know. You know, and all we did was, you know, we signed for, I want to say, four or five hours. And then we did a news gig in, uh, I think we were in Knoxville, Tennessee. And, yeah. And that's not a bad gig at all. And it's cash. Like, fuck. Yeah. I didn't get $25,000, but he did. Like, you know. Yeah. I get a couple Gs and, you know. But listen, I mean. But 
uh, 25 grand is fuck. I'd be doing those goddamn things all the time probably. Was that like his livelihood? No. Uh, it was a lot of people's livelihood. It's a, lot, it's a lot of people's livelihood now. Like it wasn't yours, so it was kind of like, yeah, I'll fucking that. I was couple there. Couple grand, sure. It was like, for the book tour. So yeah, yeah. They had but set you weren't up like living con- and dying. Nah, I don't give a shit. Like I think we spent it, me and Barry Boswick. <laughs> like that night. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, you go out to dinners and drinks and yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. And like it was cool because I was signing books for everybody. And and, uh, and it was great. I, I don't, that, that world, you know, isn't particularly mine. Um where there's some guys that do, they're on the road every two weeks with that, you know, doing every single con they can. But I mean, 25 grand, hey. at least, yeah. it's like a week. You oh, good. fuck, man. You're you gr- good. Great. Yeah. So, and you're probably at that point smart enough to in- either invest it or save it. So, one you know, hope. because you've gotten to the point where that's yeah. where you are now. So, like, you clearly didn't. In the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was Back to New York. Nobody watched Back to New York. What was Back the to New York? The real world. Back to oh, New York. Oh, come on. I, I did. Obviously, I saw it. Mm-mm. I saw it for sure. Cool. Uh, by the way, the last one that I, I remember before we uh, get into some sponsors here and dive into the show was uh, Adam West. Uh, Adam West did the, like, it was a month later. Oh. And I had to Stop. do it. Hello, hello. What is it? Can you hear yourself? Yeah, can you? Hello, hello. Hello. Hello, hello. Okay. Go ahead. Did you just stop because you couldn't hear anything? I couldn't hear anything. I thought it stopped. Okay. It, you it, can hear? Yeah. You never stop hearing? No. Nope. All right. Go from Adam West or whatever. All right. I have all of it. I just couldn't hear it. The, uh, the, the biggest dollar maker, by the way, the big, uh, start over. The biggest money maker, by the way, was uh, Adam West. So oh, I, did a, I did a show the month after that one and uh it was kind of the end of the the signing and shit like that and i asked the he was getting a hundred thousand dollars for the weekend so he was there all three days and he got a hundred g's for the for well it's adam west i guess yeah man it was uh for it was like a saturday sunday and i was like shit and um yeah it's crazy that's crazy it's crazy um, so I got at to the san diego and, you know at the san diego comic-con do you make way more no, the San Diego Comic-Con is different because you're there promoting your films. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things where you're lucky to be invited. Um, and it's, it's mostly studio shit. And, uh, it, you know, if, if, you're, if the distributor pays for it to be there, they'll screen the movie or the trailer or a clip of the movie. Or, or it depends on what stage of, of filming you're in at that points mm-hmm. but uh we had fdr american badass there so they screen the film there mm-hmm. uh you know you do a q a afterwards with the cast and all that stuff um but our that movie was just about to come out i want to say like a month later so we screened the whole film and did the whole shit uh, um n- now studios just send you there to promote movies so like yeah that's what we did yeah you're lucky to to be there we it's weren't not screened a, at all we were just like Went to all the parties and like went did press room for like the yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it's, it seemed a little bit different. So when you say it like is Comic Con, I just don't know. Yeah, it, it is different. But anyway, uh, the one in San Diego is uh, it's more it's in- a whole big industry and thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole yeah. big fucking bullshit. Um, and and I I would venture to say it's contractually in their contract to go like for those Marvel people and all that shit. I'm sure. Um, you know they're doing press for that Justice League now, and which looks fucking awful to me. Looks awful, and Ben Affleck just hates it. Loves every second of it. Ha- hates, he looks so happy in every interview. <laughs> he hates playing Batman. He really does. I don't know why he's doing it anymore. Well, it, it, there must be some kind of contract with that, right? Yeah, but it's it's one of those things where Warner Brothers wants him, and like God, he's just so angry at that that press junket where you're just like, boy. I, I mean, there is no sunshine in Batman's world. Well, he's just, he's, he's just not. He's not good at it he's either. He's not that. That he's not good at that, and then he's not that great. He's a good director. Yes, I'm gonna great say writer. that he's a good writer too. Writer. Yeah. Goodwill. He's written a bunch of movies. Um, fuck, man. He he rewrites all these scripts that he does too. Writer Fucking, and director. I think acting. It's probably not his should, strongest suit, mm-mm, but uh, mm-mm, yeah. Mm-mm. I, He's never just has been angry about the world right now. So I fucking who knows, man. Every interview he's pissed. I, you know what I think it is? It's just drugs. He's sober. He wants to fucking party. And he wants to party. They won't let him fucking party. He wants to be able to party sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't. He can't handle it though. Can't handle. Some people can't handle their shit. So Ben Affleck is that guy who can't handle a shit. Where you're just like, man, you could be, you could be partying, but no. No, you just fuck it all up. Or you could have like a couple of drinks after this interview, but you can't fucking handle it, so no, you can't. No. Can't do it. Can't do it. Whereas the captain, no problem. No problem whatsoever. Uh, we got some sponsors who pay for this whole shit, though, Jesse. Um, this one, too? Yeah. This show? You fucking believe it? This dumbass show that we're doing? <laughs> you believe it? What the fuck it? are we even talking about? I don't even know. Ah! Uh, let's get to the first one. We're talking about straightrazors.com. There it is. There it is. After you, look at that. You got, a, you got a quick wrap on the beak after the last episode. Now you're coming out with some don't sound effects fucking... that are quick. I like don't it, James. Don't fucking starts. Like, we're having a fucking good show, and you have to say shit like that? I like it, James, is what I'm saying. God damn it, I dude. like it. I like it. Glass ceiling, James. Rap on the beak? Glass ceiling. Would you fucking hit me? No, no. No, would you smack me no. on the wrist? Well, you know, if I could reach you, I would, obviously. Because we have that. We have an open relationship where... What? You're, you're we be, have an open relationship. You're don't get that down. out in the fucking world. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we've got an open relationship, guys. Send those dick pics. Yeah, you want to go? Oh, what? An, What's the open relationship? An open relationship uh-huh. of if you of get a, what? If you need a rap on the beak, you need a rap on the beak. That's you know? the open relationship. We have an 1800s we... relationship. So, <laughs> then if it's the si- the rule of thumb, right? If it's the size of your thumb, yeah. Yeah, and you can be you can be taken down. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Eh. the stick, I mean, that you're hitting me with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's more than that too. Obviously, you know. What? Um, I keep a gl- like a glove, a leather glove, full of wet pennies in it, and uh, I, you, I, I, I hit you with that too. Mm-hmm. If you get out of line. So. Open relationship, guys. You heard it here. Yeah, open relationship. Open relationship. So. <laughs> 
down to the country. No, you want to go. And my van is just going around the corner. Like, see you later. Yep. Eight, eight dudes in a gangbang. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down in the country. country. I want to go. Oh gosh, you're lively tonight. I like it. Nice, nice wrap on the beak. Too. All right, let's not be fucking that. condescending about it, though. <laughs> Please, just like have a fucking normal show. Be a normal person. Straightrazors.com. It wouldn't be possible. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't God. be the Ross Patterson Revolution uh-huh. if I was a normal guy. Uh, Straightrazors.com <laughs> is the premier shaving kit in the land. Um, it is. Uh, it's it's a shaving kit from the 1800s. It is a fine, smooth, smooth shave. Um, the mustache, by the way, is coming in hot. Coming in real hot. Uh, you can follow follow along. Straight Razors is, uh, is sponsoring the mustache here with uh, some mustache wax. That, uh, truthfully, I'm going to be putting on in the next mm, two, three days here. Because it's getting, we're getting lengthy. You know what I'm saying? Where I'm going to have to start shaping it. Go to straightrazors.com for, for all of your shaving products, though. Uh, not only are their straight razors amazing. Um, but the kits are incredible. They've got the number one ranked aftershave in the world, the number one ranked cologne in the world. It's called Smolder. It's fucking fantastic. The holidays are upon you. Go get yourself a kit for a loved one. And uh, it'll be the nicest thing they get all Christmas. I can promise you that. Go to straightrazors.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Support the show. Straightrazors.com. Promo code REVOLUTION. 20% off. Next up, we got strikeforceenergy.com. <laughs> Oh, you're fading? That's not, that's not a little weaker than normal. Shut up. Usually you go hot, like real big explosions. Well, you made me mad. Uh, well, you know you know what's, what's going to unmake you mad after the show? What? We'll rap on the beak. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> go to strikeforceenergy.com like for all your energy drink needs. You can kick the can, kids. You don't me need the too. can anymore. Me too. You can throw Monster out the window, Kickstart out the window. <laughs> Uh, you can throw your podcast producer right out the window. And let her roll down the country. Let her <laughs> Hashtag me go. too. Hashtag me too. <laughs> uh, go to strikeforceenergy.com. Get yourself one of four tasty flavors. Talking about original. Talking about lemon. Talking about orange. And talking <laughs> about make America grape again. Uh, just buy a 10 pack. Fuck. It's nine. It's like nine ninety five. It's almost like stealing the shit. Um we send it right to your house. It's a tasty, tiny little tin pouch. You rip it open. goes in every liquid available. Waters, LaCroix, beers, wines, Kool-Aid, you name it. goes in everything. Uh, and it's, it lasts longer than five-hour energy. Go to strikeforceenergy.com. Get yourself a subscription or a 750 milliliter bottle that can sit on your countertop. You can boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in and go. Strikeforceenergy.com is always, always using the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off at strikeforceenergy.com. Last but not least is my book, A Night She Cries While He Rides a Steed, uh, the first ever romance novel for dudes, Jables. <laughs> there it is. She's back. No, it again. hurt my neck. Yeah. <laughs> People miss that, that noise out of you. Do they? Yeah. That was one of their faves. I don't think they really do, though. Uh, I, get, I, I probably get that the most oh, out of all of the, the noises you make. All of the tens of... Of the, the kafuckery you make. The tens of of tens of emails, mm-hmm. the tens of fifteens of emails. All ever like all three emails I've gotten to right, my about old me. AOL account. Sure, has been to you about you <laughs> about me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pick up a night she cries while he rides a steep. Pick it up for Christmas. Get as a stocking stuffer, or go to audible.com and get it. Uh, we actually do the audible. I can't believe they let us do it, but they did. 
Simon and Schuster was super stoked, super stoked about uh, your Asian voices in the book as well. So super stoked. Yeah. Ah, I don't know. They, they, they said it was it was uh, mediocre. Casual racism is what I believe was what they said. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I said, look, there was nothing casual about it. It was overt. It was overt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's, look, in all seriousness, it, we got a team of actors. Uh, it is in the top 10 highest ranked books on Audible, and we sincerely thank you. It's a, it's a 4.8 out of 5, which is fucking insanity. And over 500 reviews. you believe that shit? That's crazy. I know. It was like 5.12 the other day, and it was like, fuck me, man. Um, but it's great, and it's the funniest book ever written, and it's just... Just Jesus Christ is crazy. Uh, so get it. Go to Amazon. Just buy a copy and put it in your stocking. Get it over with. Give it for your loved ones. Um, I got some huge news here that we're gonna we're gonna delve into, James. Whoa! Talking about big time. Um, this it was one of those days where it was it was another trying day of contracts and fucking bullshit. Sure. Sometimes there's stories like the last podcast that make you sad. They pop up in the middle of it where you're like, fuck, 27 people were murdered in a church where you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah. This is awful. Then there's days today where you're just like, man, I'm waiting for phone calls in between lawyers and all that shit and uh, kind of surfing the web. And the top story that popped up was Kevin Help Us. I love this. Um, where people are signing a petition on change.org to get Kevin James to replace Kevin Spacey in House of Cards. And that, it made my fucking day. Uh, They've already got like 23,000 signatures or something ridiculous. That's amazing. And uh, I laughed out loud for a good, like hearty five minutes. about it really By myself at the office, just like, oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Because it's like thinking about one stuffed scene. that fat fucker into that oh. just one scene in the House of Cards as Kevin Spacey. Oh my God. It would be There's something to be said about, you know, old Kevin James, but he he didn't have What any... what what is there to be said about it? Let me ask you that. That there's nothing coming out about him. Like you could hate him, right? Yes. But there's no he's been married forever. Uh yes. Yes, it's worked true. with women that love him that he was just like awesome and yep. nice and 100%. respectful and great and uh, uh, you know in these times it's kind of like all right <laughs> one know? of one of the guests on our show tim uh tim retley um him and his wife are friends with kevin and his wife okay they have nothing but unbelievably nice things to say about him yeah um i just personally you know don't like that style of comedy um nor do i no and it it is it is comedy, you know. I mean, I I can't see him is it? doing well, whatever it is. I can't see him doing drama, <laughs> and also like, you know, our our really, you know, amazingly talented actors. Like a lot of them have some pretty dark shit in their lives. So yeah, you know, um, I don't know. I don't know what you want. <laughs> uh, yeah I, I, I just you uh, could have kevin james or you can have know. fucking you kevin spacey who y- is a fucking crazy you know I, I actually have a really great uh pseudo kevin james story where um there was a movie i did called pool boy drowning out the fury and i hired a guy for this movie who came in and auditioned he was really funny and the casting directors loved him and they were like uh and his name was gary valentine 
Um, yeah. You know, you, mm-hmm. you, you know who Gary Valentine is? Yeah. Or his cousin or his brother? Or it's his, his brother. Oh, his brother. Okay. I didn't know. Oh, okay. I had no idea. So anyways, the, 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 the casting session ended and they were like, man, you should really, you should think about hiring Gary. He's fucking great. He's awesome. And I was like, all right, cool. And they were like super enthusiastic about it. And they were like, you know, he's on King of Queens, right? And I was like, oh, uh, eh, you know, I, I don't really like that show and I never watched it. And, um, and they were like, uh, yeah, but he's been on for like eight seasons. Like everyone will know. Mm-hmm. who Gary Valentine is if you put him in this movie. And I was like, well, look, I, I, I trust you. And he was really funny in an audition. So I was like, great, uh, let's hire Gary Valentine. Let's do it. Um, so I hired him, uh, came and worked with him. He was fucking awesome for the entire day. Uh, great time working with him. And, uh, and at the end of the, the shoot or whatever, um, you know, shook my hand, thanked me. He was like, man, this was really funny. Had a fucking blast. And then he, he turned to somebody uh, like a producer or somebody else and was just like, yeah, you know, it was refreshing being on a set where nobody asked me about my brother. I turned to somebody else and I was like, who's his brother? Like, I, mm. I, I don't, I don't know who's, I was like, Valentine, I don't understand. And they were like, no man, that's fucking Kevin James's brother. And I was like, why did he change his name to Valentine? Like, wouldn't you ride that out of like, no, hey, you're Kevin. he just said he didn't want to be. I know. Uh, super, and he was a stand-up super in his shocked own... by it right yeah yeah and so y- you cut to kevin can wait the new show mm-hmm. he's on that as well yeah because and leah remini's back they've got the they just essentially yes, reassembled king... the cast of yes. king, king of Queens. why not just remake king of queens at this point like i don't understand yeah. i don't understand any of that i think it they accidentally did but they didn't know that that's what they should have done i think Kevin James, they brought him back to TV to do this show. And then and they're like, everybody oh. else fell in line and was like, man, I really miss that easy sitcom money. How do I get back on this sweet fuck train for five right. more years? Right. Because this is the cakest job in America and this would be amazing. But yeah, they've got the whole fucking cast back. So yeah, I, I, I did this thing with his brother and the brother was great. Fuck, I don't know, maybe Kevin's awesome. I awesome at what be, being a just great a rad dude. Guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I don't, know. I don't know. I'm sure. I haven't heard. I haven't heard anything bad, except for from you. But yeah, I mean, I, look, I know about some pitch meetings that he was trying to do, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. You know, nothing, and I think we're gonna. This is gonna be like a watering down of the industry. We're like, boy, if you sucks. want a bunch of Kevin Jameses. That's not that's what you're getting right now. But then you're not gonna great. You're not gonna get amazingly talented people. And I'm sorry, that's just how it works. I know, I know. And uh, you know, we were finishing up Vice Principals, and uh, it makes me sad because I want more shows like Vice Principals. However, that is, you've got to be famous to get something like that on the air. Otherwise, it's a Kevin James thing, and you're fucked. Yeah, like, exactly. You have to be. Danny McBride, right? Or yeah, yeah. You have to have a record. Or Will Ferrell, um, because I think the clock is ticking of of how long until Will Ferrell goes back and does TV. I mean, that's coming up within the next eighteen months. TV? Oh yeah, where he's doing his own show. Look, Jim Carrey's doing TV now. He's doing that show on Showtime. He got picked up for a full season. So it's just the way comedy's going, man. Hmm. You know, you can't get anything greenlit or made right now. 
in that space that's that's weird or you know at a decent budget like i uh, you can't pass anchorman in a studio right now no fucking way no. i mean even today um disney is trying to buy fox 20th century fox dang yeah so they want all of it except for the news and sports so they're, they're trying to take the studio and I guess combine them and uh, yeah. Look, and, and if you're under Disney's umbrella, you're super fucked then. Like they're locking people out of, you said LA Times reporter got locked out of the uh, the Thor screening. Why? He said some negative shit about Disney and they were like, great, fuck off. Now you can't car- cover any Marvel movies. Oh boy. Uh... Ah, it's Disney though, man. So... Yeah, but you can't block people from. You can do whatever you want. Negative shit. What he gave a bad review. Yeah, and I didn't Can't like something. That said something about the hey, that's the oh, that's man. the way of the world. I mean, look, there's very few movies coming out now, so like, you know, Disney's having a hard enough time stock wise, just staying alive because they're getting buried by ESPN over there. So I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. But uh, yeah, when I saw that deal pop up today, I was like, what? Shit. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. To me, it seems too complex to split up. You know, they said that, that you could Fox Network was still going to be a standalone network, but the studios would merge movie wise. Um, that, that's a really super complex deal. I don't know if that deal actually gets done, but um, both both shows were, I mean, both uh, stocks were were up because of it. We'll see what happens. Um, the other one is CNN. They're 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 trying to spin that off into its own thing or fold that into CBS. CBS wants to buy that um, news and and uh, and entertainments um, does does well in that cable space, and um, they're trying to merge all of these these fuck factories together, as I like to call them. Um, <laughs> Because you're 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 essentially creating your own narrative, like like CNN, like they got popped for that Trump thing today again. God. Every time it just keeps getting worse and worse. Where it's just like fuck, man. He was over, Trump is over in Japan, mm-hmm. um, in Asia, and is uh, with the prime minister of, of Japan. The prime minister of Japan gave him a box of fish food to feed these fish. For the koi, yeah. Yeah. Prime minister dumps the entire box in the koi pond. It's just like a little box, right? Yep. He he dumps the entire box in there, and then Trump dumps the entire box in there after him. Mm-hmm. And that was like their hey, we're doing like a peaceful thing. CNN got pops recutting the footage to make it look like Trump had just dumped the entire box in himself, and like the other guy had just um, <laughs> dropped like in a couple. Gingerly put like a couple, yeah. and then fucking. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I think they put that kind of music with it. She was like, dun, 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 and just like threw it all in. That's how bad it's gotten. <laughs> That's how fucking bad it's gotten. And it's just, <laughs> it's, uh, uh, it's getting crazy. But I will say this people are coming around to it and they know it. Like, I saw a thing with Clooney the other day. It was pretty, qu- it was pretty quickly like debunked though. Which was nice. Uh, only on a Whereas, couple outlets, not on C- like CNN didn't apologize. No, Nobody else did. Of course not, but like a lot. Yeah, of, but let's say you don't know. A let's lot say you're just about, watching CNN yeah. and then you see this no, cut I together. No, a lot of people still do. But move on. Um, they pretty quickly were like, eh, yeah. But what I what I I find interesting though was uh, Clooney was promoting his new movie at Suburbicon that fucking tanked. Sure. And a couple weeks ago, 
he had done a thing, uh, you know, you go and do all these press junkets. He was doing one tonight, or they used a sound bite of it on, on E. Um, but the thing from a junket a couple weeks ago was uh, they were asking him about the election and, and what's coming up and, and all that shit. And he's just like, man, he goes, I, I'm going to be honest, like, we don't have a candidate right now. And he goes, there's no one out there that is exciting or can inspire hope on the Democratic side. And he goes, we're a year in. Like, it's time. It's time to start looking and we're, we're severely fucked here. And it's, you can't keep watching the news and reading the polls. Um, there's, a, there's a vote tomorrow. This is why I bring this up. There's a vote tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, the polls are saying one thing. So I'll be curious to see the results tomorrow. But if those are wrong again, coupled with all of this stupid shit, like CNN cutting stupid shit together and all this other stuff, like, boy, you're, you're just really going to fuck yourself in like yeah. three years. Like... It's kind of crazy, but I think people are starting to wisen up to it. Like even the celebrities are like, "All right, I, I think the the joke is over now. Like we can we can move on here and try to just really focus on shit." But I, I don't think anybody else will let it go because of ratings. So I think CNN's just going to keep doing shit like this, yeah, over and over and over again. Um, and you know, fuck it, it is what it is. But like I I watched them today at the gym trying to find try to find that fucking Paradise Papers story. Nothing. I had nothing on that at all. Uh, the Par- uh, Paradise Papers thing was uh, yeah. So what is this? This was this this was a leak essentially of uh, you always hear people investing in like offshore banking. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I'm keeping my money offshore. I keep money offshore. Yeah, the things offshore. You know, whatever that is. Um, this was a bank in uh, in Bermuda that was you know it's an offshore bank. You're putting money in there. It's secret. It's supposed to be secret. Mm-hmm. Got leaked. It's for people hiding money from the tax man. Super rich people around the world. Sure, there's a lot of people who do it. A they lot. don't get rich by not doing no, that. Shit. Exactly, or being dumb. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing was, hey, it's all fine and dandy unless there's a leak. Well, there was a leak today, and it came out like who was putting money in there, and now they're going to have to go and Whew. talk to the government. And one of them was Bono. Lead singer of you too. I um I know who Bono is. Ah, but uh, be hard pressed to find anyone that when you said Bono was like who? I was really sh- I, I, no lie. I reread the article like three times. I was like, wait, Bono from you too, right? Like this isn't like some soccer player, like some Chilean soccer player with one oh, yeah, fucking Bono. name. Yeah, Bono. or you know, fucking Ronaldo Bono Rodriguez. Or, exactly, like Ronaldo or <laughs> they're all going by one name, and I was like, this is Bono, right? And, and so. I, I looked into it and it was, and it was just like, oh shit, like fuck, he does like UN work and fucking heal the world and all this shit, and they yeah. keep they keep going on tour. I just saw it like they were on tour this year. There's another tour coming up next year. I'm like, ah, they're making like 180 million. Where's all that money going? Turns out here's where it's going. Yeah, well, and then he's he escapes tax taxes by doing that like everybody does though so like right. you know you take apple and facebook and amazon uh that you know they want to enact this antitrust thing where you can't move your companies uh, you know offshore and then uh no but i just mean with not charities pay taxes. and shit oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. charities yeah, so bono's like the king of that yeah right? I, look he does all of that shit but like look charities itself is a huge tax haven yeah um you want to hope that the money's all going to charity Mm. Um, and I'm not accusing Bono of anything otherwise because he makes a fuck ton of money 
touring with U2 and the royalties of U2. I mean, they own, they own all that shit. So like, right. But maybe that's what it is. Cause I mean, they're every year they go on tour, they're one or two, um, depending upon if the stones go on tour that year, mm-hmm. um, highest grossing bands in the world. So that, that money's got to go somewhere. And, uh, yeah, turns out it's in a fucking bank offshore in Bermuda. So um, don't lecture me about your fucking orphans, Bono. Right. You've got <laughs> enough money in there to save them all. All of them. And all of them if you want. sitting there, you yeah. fuck. <laughs> so. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, things, things are heating up. Heating up in the world. Have you seen that documentary, uh, Poverty, Inc.? No. Like, I have they not. fucking hate Bono in Africa and shit. Really? Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. It puts them, you Don't know. Don't they hate white people there? In Africa? Yeah. I, um, no, well, no. White people who come over and try to help out. And it like, doesn't have to be white, but yeah. they. they well, have... no. There's a term for it called white savior. And they were like, yeah, yeah, we yeah. don't need your white savior mm-hmm. shit. Um, because it actually puts their country even further into poverty. Why, so why bring, is that? So if you bring a bunch of, and they're just like, oh, we're feeding. We're going to feed the kids. And like. Um, so you bring over all this rice, like for example, um, and you're just feeding them and then they stop like people, there's actually companies like in, you know, wherever they're these poverty stricken places that are growing rice. And so you just put that business, you put them out of business by bringing in free bags of like. Oh, gotcha, rice. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. For example, so it's yeah. like that where yeah. people are like, "Hey, man, we we're doing that here, right? Like maybe it's not in mass production, like whatever." And but we're trying, yeah. We're trying to make our own little civilization here, and by you guys coming in and saving us all, like yeah. it turns them into these like waiting for the the truck to come with the food instead of working for themselves, starting their own bit. You know, like sure. Um. Yeah. Like I said, for example, but um. They talk Man, about they talk about, about that. that song that he did, or what? What was it? Was there a song where they all sang? It's kind of like there was Africa, one for Haiti, no war, or yeah, 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 something like this. Yeah, and they were just like, "Dude, what? What are?" You? It was like when they broke down the lyrics. It was right. just like, "What are you fucking talking about?" Like fucking it really Bono, was dude. just like a bunch of white people being like, "It's not Christmas." Is that what it is? It's not Christmas. I in fucking Africa, some shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, that's the point. But Poverty Inc. It's really, really interesting um, to think about how it is a big business. So, like, Bono is making money from it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And their companies are making money, and in turn, they're just keeping these other countries under their kind of thumb and keeping them poverty. They're not helping them. Learn, they're not teaching right. them how to fish essentially yeah, they're the, just giving uh, them fish over and over and making them well if you teach a man to fish james yeah that was exactly what i just he said can, uh, and so that was exactly what i, I just know. said and so i was I'm just no I totally know. fucking with you. <laughs> um i want to get into though this song i want to get back to this song what song uh, you were talking about this this, this bono okay now i have to find it's, it there's no christmas in sudan or something um i I, this yeah. is going to sound terrible, but you know, have you ever noticed that every relief song is shitty? Yes. Uh, the one for Haiti with like Jay-Z and fucking um, the guy from uh, the Fugees. Um, 
Wyclef, like that one was shitty. The only good relief song for charity was We Are the World. Where like a million artists get together and sing. And yeah, it's like an awesome song. It's a song that's already written, right? So it's like, it's not like they're trying to write their own. No, I mean, somebody's going to write it. But they wrote, it wasn't a remake or a. We Are the World? Yeah. No, we are the world. No, they fucking did that, man. We are the world. The or- the original We Are the World was was for that. Okay. So, um, this song about you're singing Christmas songs in in Africa. <laughs> listen, I don't know listen, what the listen, fuck you're listen, talking listen, about. Listen, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Uh, I, I, I I have zero idea. Hang on. Hang on. What you're talking I'll about? I'll find it. Yeah. Good, I will. God. Good luck with that. I, you so finding that? Geez. Yeah, we'll have that answer in in don't, three it's not, weeks. Don't give up on Africa. Oh boy! Oh, what fucking song is Come it, on, you guys? Man. I wish people could call in. Google is such an easy device. What like, would you put in as my keywords? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: this is an audio. I put show. in Bono Africa song. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> is that not it? Listen, you guys, we're going to work this out right I can't, now. I can't do I can't do this. Wait, um, just tell me, what would you put in? I would put in U2. Okay? Not Bono, because he doesn't go by Bono. <laughs> oh, hey. U2. U2 uh, charity song. Or charity relief song. song. U2 relief song was, would probably be what I, what I would go with. Just off the top of my head. Mm. Okay. But I don't personally remember them singing. Gosh, you guys, you know where I'm sorry. You like you're yelling. You're yelling at no, the podcast. No, no one right is, now. is. Yeah, they know what I'm talking about. Do they know it's Christmas? Do they know it's Christmas at all? You don't know that? <laughs> Do they even know it's Christmas? Okay, so that's the lyrics, right? Do they even know it's Christmas in Africa, right? And so this lady in this in this documentary is like <laughs> It just cut right to her and she goes, yeah, Bono, we fucking know it's Christmas. <laughs> like, we're not retard. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck song is that? <laughs> so I typed in exactly the keywords I said, by the way, and it popped up right away. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Do they know it's Christmas? Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I, what was it for? Do you know? Like, it was a charity song. Um. Yeah, raise $1.7 million for the fight against Ebola. All right. In Africa. Do they even know it's Christmas? (laughs) It almost seems fake. Yeah, it's when they, like I'm telling you, when they broke it down, like you remember that song. It's like, oh my gosh, they don't even know it's Christmas. They're all just dying and like they can't even think about a tree or anything. And like when you really break it down now and look at it. I don't look, I, I know a lot about music. I don't know this song. And like, this is super fucked up now that you're talking about this. This is really fucked up. Right? Do they know it's Christmas? And they were just like, fuck you, Bono, like in this thing. They're like, we've got a real (laughs) fucking thing against Bono. Hey, man, we might be poor, Bono, but we know it's fucking Christmas. We know it's fucking Christmas. We just can't buy shit. We don't fucking care also. Like, we're just trying to like eat and live. And live our lives. Like, Like, you don't have to remind us, Bono, that it's it's not Christmas. No, we're not going to Walmart. Like, or whatever, you fucking white fuck. (laughs) You rich, money-hiding white fuck <laughs> like we know you can wear your rose colored glasses at night we get it bono 
Do they know it's Christmas? Do they know it's Christmas? Man, it's so condescending too when you and say it out loud. See? Jesus, Bono. Could have been a little a little more thinly veiled than that. Um, oh, and just like the images and the video. It's just like. Oh, God. Does, I'm, I'm glad I most... never heard about this song. Mm, okay. Thank God I've never heard about this. Like, this, is, this sounds terrible. <laughs> God. <laughs> Do they know it's crazy? And it's like there's a bunch of uh, white children playing with, like, amazing gifts. And then, you know, all the. Yeah, a- cut to this Cut to all the African villages dying. Of Ebola. Of, yeah. <laughs> Man. Oh, how sad. They don't even know it's Christmas. Is it, mm, is it about last the, thing on our mind? Is it about the disease, maybe? Does Ebola know it's Christmas? Like, because if Ebola they? knew, then it would down to the country. Yeah. Is the they in that sentence Ebola? Ebola, possibly. You know, Bono's very um meta. Does Ebola know it's Christmas? Very, he's very meta. And maybe, yeah. yeah, they were they were talking about like, hey, Ebola, why don't you take the night off? It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Like, Why don't you let somebody live or not mm-hmm. cough and, uh, it, because yeah. it's fucking Christmas. Sure. I don't know. Sure, sure. I don't know. Um, by the way, this, this just in, James, we got some, some breaking news. Oh. Kevin Spacey has checked into Harvey Weinstein's sex rehab. Cool. That's that real. should be good. What the fuck is that? It's just, I, what else do you do? But it's a, it's a pedophile checking into. Uh, I don't think it's pedophile. Yeah, Kevin Spacey. So he, he allegedly had pinned these couple of 14. 14 year olds ago. So that's. That's pedophilia. Um, but you're checking in the same one as Harvey Weinstein, which is for women. That's an interesting thing. Is that, is that, just, is that an all the way around thing? I think they're, they suffer from the same thing, which is um, power. So there's nothing that a fucking... Uh, what's, what's a sex rehab? Like, what, what are they going to do there? What the fuck is that? Hide out. Uh, that's just, literally that's all, all they're is. doing. That's what fucking... Uh, what's his face? Uh, Tiger did. Yeah, he just hit out. It's because it's it's there's so much. The only place they can't touch you is jail or rehab. So it's like, what do you do? I don't know. You go to rehab so you can at least just fucking hide out. I, I heard. That, I heard they have down. meetings four hours a day, and then the rest of it you're just kind of hanging out in your hotel suite. That's it. Well, it's rehab. Yeah, I mean they're all different. Well, but. sex rehab. So like, if you're in a fucking hotel suite, you can drink all goddamn day. Mm-hmm. Um, they said Harvey Weinstein was getting fucking rocked there. I would. Yeah. Taking pills. Like it's or not, it's not, you're not at a drug myself. rehab. So yeah. What's the fucking, what's the diff? You know? Um, I think, I think they kind of treat it all the same. You think they can just drink and get wasted? Uh, sex rehab though is like, come on man. What the fuck? What the fuck? all is like symptom of the same problem. So. I don't know. That's, that seems a little ridiculous to me. You're just hanging it out. It is. In the it's just room. no. It's just a. It's a, a big front. Like I said, it's a hide. They just need to hide. Yes. And they then, dude, Florida. Out. By the way, the last one we were talking about. Florida State banned all of its Greek life today. All fraternities and sororities from Florida State. Why? Uh, some kid died, and um, they fucking How? shut down. He was unresponsive. You know, some drinking thing, and uh, was he being like binge- hazed? No, or- no. He was a pledge, so maybe I don't know, but you know he wasn't beaten to death or anything. Like it's a it's a drinking thing, so um, which just fucking sucks, man. We had, but people have died from like the shit that you have to do in the 
Yeah, I what? look. I I went hazing and shit. So I'm good with it. I, I went good through with them banning it. No, I, I'll, I'll tell you why. Like, y- you can back out of whatever. Like, nobody forces you to do shit. Like, that's fucking crazy. Well, um, not in yours, but I think some of them take it too far. You can, but you still have the option of like, hey man, this is this is too much. I'm gonna fucking check out of this one. I'm gonna tap out. Um, I, it's not a fucking prison, like, but uh, but look, kids fucking die in college. Like, sadly enough, they do from mm-hmm. shit like like this or voluntary. Like there was a kid, there was a kid we knew who died in college, and uh, he took yeah. You remember GHB? Mm-hmm. Yeah, overdosed on GHB. Dang. And um, another one fell off a roof, got hammered and fell off a roof. Yeah. Um, so shit like that you hear about all the time. Florida State, man, I've, I've been down to Florida State, parted Florida State. It's about 20, 25% of their, their college, their, their students are, are in fraternities and sororities. So they're, they're just shutting all of that down. Um, I think it does some good too. keep some people in, in check and it keep, does because you, you keep your grades up. You have to keep your appearances and grades up. You have a place to live. Um, yeah, I mean, fuck. Depending upon what sorority or fraternity you're in. definitely not for everybody, but I think not for, everybody. for some people. It yeah. Does. And like, you know, especially for, I, I will say this, like, like socially awkward kids out of high school. Like college is a place where you can almost reinvent yourself and start over. Because nobody knows where you came from or your background or any of that mm-hmm. shit. You kind of just get, you go to college you're all lumped in together at this college and you start over essentially. You can make or not make yourself into who you want to be at that point. Um, and I like during the rush system, which this kid was a pledge, a pledge is when you rush during the rush system and the, the that whole shit. Um, you meet all these, you know, crazy interesting people from different backgrounds uh, some of the houses pick you, some of the houses don't. So then you're kind of lumped in with like 20 to 30 people who you don't know, all from different backgrounds. And they force you into learning about each other, learning about your families, where you came from, why, what your worst moments were, what your best moments were, like um, to get to, to know one, each, one another. And I, like I will say in my case, in a lot of people's cases that I've seen, like, some kids that were socially awkward in high school would fucking help them because they got some friends, finally. Mm-hmm. Um, others who didn't want to open up to people, now they were forced to open up to people. And you're forced to talk to people from different cities and different parts of the world and get to know people that you traditionally wouldn't have never got to know uh, or open up about. Like, And they're all drastically different where, uh, you know, uh, it was cool. Like, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed that aspect of it. Like, became friends with people in different parts of America that like, fuck, I didn't think I'd ever know those people or get to know what kind of culture they were in or whatever. And, um, and that wouldn't have happened just from going to college. No, because you go, well, for me at least, when you go to a big school like a Florida State, which is where they took this away, or an Ohio State, they're so big, it's, it's a little daunting when you get there where you're just like, oh, shit. Um, I wanted to go to, to Ohio State just simply because it was the biggest college in the nation. And, like, you know, I want to have a good time and meet a bunch of people and, and do all the shit. But, like, it's daunting when you get there. And initially when you get there, 
the only person you know if you come from out of state or unless you have you know a handful of friends that go to school with you there or either the ha- the handful of high school friends you went you went to the college with if you went to an out of state school like me i didn't know anybody where i only knew my my roommate so i knew my college roommate and that was it and i kind of had to ask around of like hey man is there any people that like sports or like to fucking do this or you know intramural activities and shit like that and they were like oh man yeah like the greek system's fucking rad maybe that that would be for you and then you get to go to all the parties and you realize oh my gosh these are for me personally like people i used to party with in high school it was pretty close and um it it helps kind of maneuver your way through college and especially at a big school like a florida state or or in, in ohio states like then you have i, I don't want to say automatically a hundred friends but like you have a hundred friends who are not only your age but older that kind of guide you through college and and what it's like and and all of that shit jobs. Uh, so to me, it does a lot of good and it's helped a lot of people. And uh, I, this one's gonna hurt uh, Bert Kreischer. Uh, I don't know if you listen to Bert Cast or know who Bert Kreischer is, but um, he was an old school friend back in L.A. He did a show about me and this that the Devin Sawa fight that was infamous that we've talked about but he is actually the original van wilder and he went to florida state for 10 years and that like he was the biggest you know that right and he was in a fraternity or i I don't i i don't remember if he was in a fraternity or just he was that guy like he went to school for 10 years so they bought his life rights he that was that was van wilder yeah so that that became Van Wilder, but it was about him at Florida State doing all of this shit, and uh, I, I, somewhere tonight, I bet you he's doing a show, saying "fuck, man, fuck," Whoa. yeah, because he was a legend of of legends there. Like, I mean, he knew fucking everybody there. Um, and if you if you get a chance to read his book, he goes in, in into uh, great detail in his book. And um, if you pick up the Burt Kreischer book about his life, it's fucking awesome and it's a really great fun fast read but he talks about all of his florida state years where it was just like shit man you know show up on the news one day is like you're not gonna believe there's a guy who's been here for 10 years still you know oh my god and imagine you become van watt like somebody buys your life rights and they make the ultimate party movie about you know your life and it's van wilder and it's just like fuck that's gotta be sweet yeah but yeah, he all all of that went down to Florida State. That guy. All of that went down to Florida State. Hmm. Um, yeah, funny dude. Uh, I like Bert a lot. So this will bring us to the revolutionary figure of the day. Um, the revolutionary figure of the day. We're actually gonna we're we're, we're throwing this back here. Um, I like the Greek system. It, it, they've done a lot of good for people and shit. And like, yeah, there's a negative side where people get fucked up and die occasionally, but <laughs> that happens in Greek system or not in Greek system, like. Shit, man. Kids die on spring break and, you know, you name it. I've seen it. So it's like. They die of Ebola. It's like, you yeah. know, it's like shit. It's do you happening. know it's Christmas? Do you know it's Christmas? Do so these guys even know it's Christmas? God, do they even know it's Christmas? We're going to throw this one out to the Kappa Alpha Society. Um, in 1825, it's the oldest existent fraternity um, in the world. It was established at, uh, in the United States. It was established at uh, Union College. Uh, and then in 1827, Sigma, Sigma Phi and Delta Phi were founded at the same institution. So those are the that was the first ever fraternity. 1825. Fuck, man, you're looking at close to 200 years. 
Two hundred years of uh, fraternitism. Shit, that's a long goddamn time. My fraternity was uh, Sakimoto Mikimoto. Yeah, yeah. I went to school in Japan, so <laughs> the did old a lot of good. Sakimoto Mikimoto. Pretty overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah figured yeah. a lot of Sapporo. Mm-hmm. It kept force feeding you Sapporo and rice wine. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you: when you were o- when you were over there, did they know uh-huh. it was Christmas? Or that's what I felt. I just go God, so sad. Do you guys even know it's Christmas? Um, you know. Tell me, you're, you're, you're going to stick this song at the end of the show. Come <laughs> down to the tree. No. Oh, do, do you know, I don't. Do I, we care I, about getting booted off anything anymore? No, I don't care. Uh, I don't care. Go ahead and fire hey away. Hey, you guys, we you said you heard it here. We don't care. Fire away. We do it for you. Yeah, fire away for... and uh, play the entire thing. <laughs> All the way through, is I I've never heard this song, so like I <laughs> really listen to the lyrics, guys. And yeah, think about yeah. So w- I tell you what, stay tuned uh, for Jesse Wiseman, aka the Jables. I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Revolution, and and now we're gonna play you off with, do they know it's Christmas? Good night. Good night. It's Christmas time There's no need to be afraid At Christmas time We let in light